Welcome to the Branding Boardroom, the podcast where we discuss brand strategy and how it should be understood, formulated, and implemented by senior corporate decision makers. Our guests range from prominent CEOs to accomplished academics and thought leaders. But there's so much more. They're also interesting people. Now follow me into the Branding Boardroom. Bowman is a multi-award winning social media entrepreneur. She's an accomplished expert in branding, public relations, and marketing. Sophie is a Forbes Council member and the founder of several companies, including Brand Branding and ConvertYourFollowers.com. In addition to her previous accolades, in 2022, she was named Entrepreneur of the Year at the American Business Awards, receiving a Gold Stevie Business Award. Sophie's clients include global superstars, such as Grammy Award winner John Legend, as well as established companies such as Saatchi and Saatchi. And it's my great pleasure to welcome today, Sophie Bowman. Hi, Sophie. Where are you calling from? Hi, guys. I'm calling from Miami today. Well, it's a great pleasure to have you on our podcast. Thank you for having me. How did you get to where you are today? What was your early career like and uh, where did your passion for business come from in the first place? Then around six years ago, I came to Miami and uh, I think that was the real power move for me. Um, Coming to America, being, you know, European you had that bonus of knowing a lot of different uh, markets. And luckily for me, you know, having sold all of these different services, I had clients all over the world. So I've been lucky enough to, you know, work with clients in Asia and work with clients uh, US or, you know, from Paris. What do you think has made you so successful? Do you think that uh, there were perhaps some skills that you learned uh, during your earlier career as a teacher or from some other experiences? Or do you think it's uh, something else perhaps that has uh, brought to you this uh, level of success? Uh, definitely perseverance. <laughs> I think that's just, you know, a life lesson um, just for anyone and everyone. Um you know, you are going to get so many no's, but eventually, you know, as you find your feet and grow your network, once you get that one client, it's kind of like domino effect, you know? So I think for me, I just was never willing to hear the word no. And I guess it kind of gave me um, the competitive edge by going through all these different industries and doing all these different jobs. So, you know, I wanted to make myself, I guess, now I would use the term recession proof. How do you do this? How do you get their attention in the first place? How do you get your uh, message opened? How do you select the right influencers? Um, And uh, how do you approach them about a collaboration? One little trick that I used to use when I was trying to find influencers for a brand is, you know, first off, you want to find influencers that share that niche. So let's say, for example, I'm working with a cosmetic brand, then I only really want to deal with makeup artists and beauty influencers. Um, And sometimes you can go a little outside of that scope um if someone's more of a lifestyle influencer but they have a very good local following jen and like you said before um you know the influences you go for can make or break your brand you know like let's just say um 
with influencers, if you had a luxury brand, but then you're using influencers that kind of also promote cheap fashion brand, you know, it's not, everything has to be very concise and a consistent brand tone. And that's why, you know, people like you and I exist because even though we know branding inside out, it's amazing, you know, how many businesses are still missing out on so many sales and so much opportunity because they don't have a strong social media presence. What are some strategies that you would perhaps uh, uh, um, think are useful for our audience in terms of attracting a big following? For me, I think building a following is, you know, you have to go with authenticity. Like people expect and kind of deserve a lot more from brands now. You know, like they don't just want fast fashion brand. They want a brand that, is thinking about you know where the products are made they they want to know are you helping the environment you know like there's so many different factors that go into it now in terms yeah building a following you know you have to create content with who your target consumers are in mind so that's a really good question and i think you know what i see a lot is uh an increase of brands using uh an existing member of staff to handle the marketing and it doesn't work like that you know that's like trying to put a random person off the street into a scientist job and expecting them to you know know what to do you have to be educated in social media and if your strategy isn't working you've got to change the strategy you know it's like so anything else in business if something's not working you change the strategy, and if you don't know how, you bring in an expert. So I think you're perhaps one of the best people in the world uh, to ask this question to. How do we actually convert our followers? So you want to say on all the social media posts, you know, click this link in bio. That needs to go to a landing page on your website where you're taking their data. You know, they to enter the contest, they have to drop their, their name, their email, um, if you can get more information from them, even better, like their city, gender, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Um, and what you do by, the, you know, by just driving that traffic, you now have, you're going to have a database of emails. So once you retarget these, you know, new email users, you can multiply your sales very, very quickly because... You know, obviously with the giveaway, you are going to get some people that are just there for the free stuff, but you're also going to get people that, are, you know, if you target your ad correctly behind it, you're going to get people that are genuinely interested in your type of business, you know, your type of product or service, whatever it is you sell. So once you have that information and you send them an email, let's say a few days or a week, two weeks, whatever later, you say kind of this product you were looking at, it's now 50% off nine times out of 10, that person was already interested anyway. So if they see, you know, a big discount or some kind of value, like, uh, you know, they're gonna do it. So it's really about just being smart and just offering that value to people. Because a lot of times, you know, we see businesses asking for an email on their website. Okay. But why? But apart from this, or in addition to this, what else can you do to stand out from the crowd, to set yourself apart uh, from the others within your uh, field? 
I think one way to really do that is to join forces, you know, collaborate with a cause. Because, you know, right now a lot of brands are kind of panicking, like we don't have purpose, we don't have a cause. I think for people to separate themselves from the competition, um, you know, you, you want to be yourself. Like you want to, people are very much right now, they want to see that personal um, connection. So, you know, you might have noticed we're seeing a big change and all of a sudden there's all these documentaries about like, get to know the real Jennifer Lopez or, you know, all of this other stuff because right now that's trending, you know. If you have a factory that makes products, for example, um, a fashion brand, you know, then you want to show it being made. So there's a lot of ways that you can, um, you know, separate yourself. And uh, definitely this is something that can help you also with uh, uh, time zones and with uh, other aspects of uh, global or sort of um, international, intercultural uh, branding campaigns as well. And picking off on that, um, you also have to, well, you don't have to, but uh, we end up using uh, hashtags so that we can increase um, the, um, the, the scope of the people that we're able to reach out to. And uh, this is something that's uh, a quite specific thing in and of itself. Uh, so how do you go about maybe selecting hashtags? Are you a fan of uh, hopping onto existing trends and uh, going with the flow, seeing what's trending and using the same hashtag, hoping that you're going to pop into people's news feeds or perhaps selecting new ones and unique ones and trying to create uh, a new trend uh, that uh, hopefully snowballs and attracts attention. How do you approach the, the hashtags issue? I think, um, so the best way with that, we used to have in the old days, you know, when we used to do 30 hashtags on every post, the 10, 10, 10 rule. So it would be kind of, you know, 10 posts um, could be really high trending um, hashtags. Like an example would be um, uh, post of the day, you know, or uh, what I wore today or outfit of the day. Ones like those are very generic and they're huge. Um, then you want to go with some small hashtags like um, let's say you have a fashion brand in Miami. You want to put hashtags that are very specific like Miami boutique, Miami star, Miami fashion. Um, then you want to kind of use some location hashtags like, uh, you know, Miami bloggers, Miami influencers because you want to attract local talent to be brand ambassadors. Um, then you want to use, you know, you want to have a branded hashtag ideally, um, because let's say if, um, you know, I owned the hashtag, like convert your followers, I think a lot of other people are using it. Whereas if I branded that, um, you know, that way I can keep an eye on user generated content, which is highly valuable. Um, if you had one minute of the time of all of the global CEOs and you could tell them something really important that you'd like them to know or you'd like them to hear, what would your message be for them? It would be first things first, don't do anything, repeat anything until your brand is very, very clear on exactly what you do and who you sell to. That is, you know, until you figure that out, you can't do anything else you know the second part is whether you know you reach out to me or not you know you need a contractor because if you don't bring in a professional to create that strategy 
then you know you're basing it on assumption rather than science well thank you very much again sophie for all of these wonderful practical tips and hopefully uh, the business community and our audience will uh, take note of them to help bring out the best of companies and also to help make society better this way as well so we look very much uh, forward to welcoming you here next year and thank you again for being on the branding boardroom